Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Hey everybody, that was Jeff Pitchell's Fat Cigar you were listening to, and that means it's time for Not Just Blowing Smoke. Oh yeah. And uh, we're coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shops Studio in Hooksit, New Hampshire. Be sure to subscribe to us, please, here on YouTube and on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Pastor Padrone, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Paul, Nick, and Dave. Yay! And uh, let me tell you something. Last May, on our podcast, Aladino released the Cameroon series, mm-hmm. which is uh, this cigar right nom, here, nom, 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 nom. Uh, featuring a Cameroon wrapper grown from authentic Cameroon seed from the country of Cameroon and the continent of Africa. But they grew it on the uh, JRE farms in Honduras. And we reviewed that cigar. Excuse me. (laughs) Have some sippy. We reviewed that cigar uh, last June, and we thought that uh, it was a solid cigar then, but thought it might even be better better with age. So we put some away right after that show. And tonight, we are going to smoke those cigars that we put away last June. Cigars from the original release. And smoke them back-to-back with cigars that just arrived in the humidor. And right now, we are smoking what I am calling the fresh Aladino Cameroon Lonsdale Cigar. It is a Honduran-grown Cameroon wrapper, Honduran Corojo binder and filler. It is a Lonsdale, 6 inches by 43 ring gauge, yeah. which is classic. Yes. Classic. <laughs> Ooh, I got something stuck in my throat. But uh, we'll deal with that. And Paul, for the first time, in expanding his role as the... <laughs> spirit master. Spirit master has come up with a cocktail. <clears throat> For us tonight. And mm-hmm. Paul, what have you devised to drink alongside both these cigars? We'll be drinking the same thing both times, not because we're lazy, but because <laughs> yeah. we want to be able to taste right. give both cigars the same exact treatment. Dave. Hence, we are smoking the the uh, uh, whatever it is we're drinking. You want to talk yeah, about so what we're drinking? We're drinking the classic gin and tonic oh. with... Hendrix gin. Mm-hmm. Now, Hendrix gin is my favorite gin. I'm not a huge gin drinker, but I will drink it during the summer occasionally. Mm-hmm. There's a few cocktails that my girlfriend and I will have with it. Uh, so, from the Hendrix gin website, Hendrix gin, deliciously infused with rose and cucumber. And rose and Hence, cucumber. the cucumber in your jinx, gentlemen. It's very in nice. Jinx. In the drinks. Hendrix is an unusual gin created from 11 fine botanicals. 11. 
the curious yet this marvelous infusion <laughs> of rose and cucumber imbue our spirit with its uniquely balanced flavor, resulting in an impeccably smooth and distinct gin. 44% ABV. Mm-hmm. So it's not a killer, Dave. Yeah. I know you were a little mm, not sure about this. I, but I don't care about the alcohol content. No, 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 I know, but I know you're not a, you know. A huge gin drinker, either. So let's see what you let's see what your review of the appearing uh, is as we go along. Okay. Okay. So that's what we're drinking: the Hendrix Gin and Tonic, alongside the uh, Aladino Cameroon Lonsdale. And um, Nick, what what's your uh, initial impression of the uh, cigar and the pairing? Well, the cigar. I've had this before. Yes. <laughs> Always very good. Uh, get that signature. Corojo spice in there, not as powerful as your regular Aladino or the Aladino Maduro. You really get some really heavy spices in that one. This one's a little bit more subtle, uh, probably because of the Cameroon wrapper. But I get some probably. nice, yeah. I'd uh, probably get some um, nice earthy tones in there, mm-hmm. some sweetness, um, and a little bit. See, I always with Cameroon wrappers. I don't know if it's just my palate, which it probably is. I get this little bit of a sour note in there. Mm. I concur. Mm. <clears throat> um, with that, and I know it's not the drink because with uh, a lot of the Cameroons that I that I smoke, I always get that with the Don Carlos, with this one, with the Cameroon from Christophe, Cameroon uh, cabinet from LFD. I get that almost. It, it's not like a sour note, but it's like a tang a small amount of tang with the earth Mm -hmm. um little nuttiness in there undertone of sweetness very very nice though cameroon does have i think a tangy spice to it yes and uh, that's that's one of the reasons that i like cameroon as much as i do yeah um paul what's what's your impressions okay so initially the the cigar so uh, the cigar on, on its own it's a very light spice uh, light sweetness. I do agree with Nick and you as far as having that tang, mm-hmm. that tang sweetness. Uh, earthy, um, very smooth. With the Hendrix Gin and Tonic, it's uh, taking away a little bit of that sweetness. Mm-hmm. More of the earth tones are coming out, but the retrohale, the retrohale on on its own without the drink, it's a nice light spice. I think with the gin and tonic, it's actually amping it up. Mm. It's, I, uh, I would agree with that. It's 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 it's. it's more pronounced spice, uh, very smooth, but it's definitely a lot more pronounced on the retrohale. And you expect some spice with with a Cameroon wrapper. Yeah. Um, I think you know one of the things that is interesting about this being a Honduran-grown Cameroon, you know, and they the guys at JRE did that because, well, a they like Cameroon. All right. You know. And uh, B, you know, it gave them total control over things because JRE is one of these uh, companies where they control everything from seed to the box. And so they could grow the Cameroon the way they wanted it grown. And I think it's made it a lot smoother and a little creamier than you get from the traditional African Cameroon. I agree. Would you agree? I do. And I, I do agree with Paul. I think that gin and tonic is making the spice on the retro a little bit more pronounced. Correct. I yep. agree. All right. Now, Dave, I'm very interested to know what you think of the cigar and the pairing here. <laughs> and remember, this is just so we're um, clear, guys. This is the fresh uh, Cameroon cigar. In other words, 
these just arrived at the store <laughs> so they've you know only been around for as a cigar for you know a couple of months the other uh, cigars we're going to be smoking in the second half of the show are fully a year old between the time they were aged before they were sent and the time that we put them aside they're from the original release so dave what do you think of this uh the cigar i think is very creamy um like you had talked about um i'm getting a lot of earth and some spice on my mouth feel definitely in the retro hail increased by the drink i agree with that also um is it drink i despise it <laughs> you despise it's, it's like a drink it's like oh. it's like a it's it's like a dry sprite you know like seriously he likes that on. sweetness and, and though. a cucumber it just <laughs> to be honest like this is like because I, I can i can feel like you know your grandfather asking for this up hey can you bring me some gin and tonic i'm watching james bond why you know? and uh i'd sit and have a gin and tonic you know, with your grandfather so i'm just i'm watch I'm, james I'm, bond give me some damn bourbon man i'm sorry i've been changed he's been ruined and molded into a bourbon boy he's, yes, a, he's uh, been ruined. i would say you have been we ruined mm-hmm. your brother However, we created a monster, people. Trying to be unbiased, I think it pairs very well with the cigar. It brings out the spice. Yes. And I will happily suffer through it. And that was my intention all along, Dave. And this is is literally my second gin and tonic. Mm. Ever. 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 The first time was on the show last year when we were doing it from our respective areas. um, When Kendra had the The other... 1908... The, uh, the purple one, yeah. Well, that's the uh, so that was the yeah Empress. the Empress nineteen oh eight. So the uh, that was the first gin and tonic or gin drink that I've ever had, which was really good. I really enjoyed mm. that, and um, this is my second drink, and I really, really am enjoying this. This is really nice. It's light. It's got mm-hmm. some good flavor in it, and it's Cucumbers you know like Danny people. said, it's a really good drink in the summertime. Yeah. Cucumbers is great flavor. Not, jeez, <laughs> you see. People, here's the thing. Pastor Padron says some cigars just go better with something other than bourbon. And I think this is one of those cigars. I need a crying yeah. noise. There's, there's, you know, <laughs> you know, a lot of cigars, you know, go with that. But bourbon and scotch can overpower uh, a cigar's flavors as well. And, um, the gin here, uh, you know, along with the spices in the cigar, I think complements things very, very well. Yeah. And um, I really, I'm really enjoying the pairing myself. I would love this in the morning. Oh, a gin and tonic? A gin and tonic with a Cameroon <laughs> Aladino in the morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, or even at 6.50 when the, the sun is rising oh, over the know. trees. And you're sitting in the back deck, and, and you, I got my and chickens you, running and around. You're in your chicken coop. Yep, my chickens running around and grabbing some fresh eggs, mm-hmm. making an omelet oh, with a gin see. and tonic. Yeah, and a cigar. That's where you go. Uh, That's right, baby. You do have to admit, though, that this is a very refreshing drink. And oh, this, absolutely. This, this mm-hmm. is going to be perfect in the summertime. Yeah, yeah. Specifically no, in the I summertime agree. when it's hot out. You know, you want something light, uh, refreshing. Oh, no. Dave, speak to yourself. All right. What what what's a what's a good refreshing summer drink for you, Dave? Mountain Dew. Anything other than this. So, <laughs> Dave, this makes me want to drink more, specifically because my mouth gets drier, and I don't like it. I don't feel quenched at Dave, all. I feel Dave. I feel don't evade. Unquenched. Don't evade. Answer the question. I don't, anything. What's 
anything. Yeah. Anything. Bourbon. He's gonna Bourbon. circle. Bourbon. He's gonna circle. Bourbon. Circuit. Bourbon. Bourbonisk. Boy, man, you have you have circle back sake right here. Yeah. I think I don't know that it's so much that Dave's changed, you know what, you know what Dave Dave finds what he likes and he likes to stick with it. So and now he, he you know so we summertime we've is when you created put ice in the bourbon. We've created the bourbon <laughs> the the bourbon boy, and so now a refreshing drink with Dave is you know mix your water with some bourbon. Mm. There, there you go. Now I can drink it more and stay hydrated. That's that's basically what's happened. Well, I don't know about the hydration part, but yeah, it's drink more. You know, we've you know I feel like Frankenstein. You created a monster. We've created a monster. It's probably going to end up killing me at some point. <laughs> Anything less than bowel-proof is unacceptable. It's you with <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's no. now popular sizes of cigars. You know, up until recently, the best-selling thing was the robusto. Now Toro. that's been taken over with Toro, which mm-hmm. is anywhere from fifty to fifty-six mm-hmm. on a ring gauge. Yep, and um, now. What do you think of the Lonsdale size in and of itself as a cigar? Lonsdale's typically 43 to 46 ring gauge by about six inches. 43 by six is the classic size for a Lonsdale. Um, Mm. Advantages, disadvantages. Do you guys smoke cigars of this size? Absolutely. I mean, like Lonsdale's and Corona's, that's Mm -hmm. where it's at. I think that's where you get the... You get the, that's where the, the sweet spot is, so to say. Of what? Of like the good ratio between wrapper, binder, and filler. Okay. You know, if you want extreme, then you go to like Lancero. But this is like the, I think like majority of like, no matter what you're rolling, this is pretty much like the sweet spot. Uh, yeah. I, I think Lancero's really emphasize the wrapper. Yep. If, if you really want to dig into the the taste the wrapper offers than a lancero size um or even a panatella which is basically a shorter version of a lancero correct um you know are are great cigars Mm -hmm. Uh, the the aladino santi perfect example of that yeah that's a great um sells great great size if if you are really wanting to get into the wrapper um i think the um lonsdale size um <clears throat> gets you that nice you know it's a it's a step up from from like the the lancero which a lot of people have trouble with because i think lancero is more of a sipping cigar and so many people just like the puff yeah you know mm. um this give and it's you know typically longer than a corona so you're getting more of a more of a cigar yep um you know one of my favorite um uh Lonsdale sizes would be the uh uh Cro-Magnon anthropology from uh, Romacraft. That's definitely the not anthropology a is unbelievable. Is, and that's a forty six ring gauge. Yeah. Um the Tatuaje uh Noella, mm-hmm. which is more that's more that's of a really corona good. size, yep. but that's it's a, it's a little bit longer than a typical corona, I yep. think, right? Yep. So it's that would be middle. kind of in that it's like a not quite a Lonsdale, but it's it's not a Corona. Somewhere. It's not a Corona middle. either. A Corona Extra, maybe, maybe. But uh, that's a fantastic cigar. Yeah, the Noella Reserva. I'm hooked on. Yeah, Those yeah, are the really Broadleaf. Yeah, yep, yep. That's I a love, fantastic cigar. I love Broadleaf from Tatuaje. They do mm-hmm. it so good. They do such a great job. They do. They mm-hmm. do such a great job with their stuff. Yeah, they do. Yep, yep, yep. 
What about what about you, Paul? Do you, do you ever smoke? I, I know you really kind of like to go with the 50, 54, 56 ring I'm, gauge, I'm but are there yep. are there Lonsdales that you like to smoke? Um, I'm not a huge smoker of Lonsdales uh, or Coronas or even Lanceros as much as I am <laughs> the Toros and the Double Toros and the, the Grandes or Gaggers. Uh, I, I tend to go for the larger ring gauge, um, and it's just... To me, it really boils down to uh, the difference between, in cost-wise, between what a lawn steel will cost and a, and a Toro. Okay. And usually in those cases, it's only going to be maybe a 25 or 50 cent difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, I appreciate them. I do smoke them occasionally, but uh, I, and I, I can't tell you specifically what line or what cigar in a lawn steel I will smoke because I don't smoke that often. Uh, I don't smoke them that often. But uh, most most of the time, it's going to be Toros. Okay. Okay. And um, Dave, what about you? Um, most of the time, definitely. Like, uh, uh, I stick I stick mostly to the robustos. I think, you know. But, yeah. Uh, any particular robusto, Dave, that you? Uh, uh, <laughs> de Cuba. Yes. That's yep. why we're constantly out of them. Yes. <laughs> no. No. There's a lot of people on it. Okay. It's not just me. You know, not I wish. I wish Roma de Cuba. It's Roma de Cuba. Roma de Cuba. Make Make Lauren proud. Okay. La Roma. Plus, we're also currently sold out of that. We're also sold out of the Aladino. Uh, vintage selection, which is another one of my favorites. Shocker. Uh, this is just one of the reasons why you might want to consider the Lonsdale. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Well, but I'm I on... think it's an overlooked size. It, it is. I it think, is. It I think is. it's a. It it offers a really great ratio between the wrapper binder filler. You're getting more of the wrapper, but you're still getting the complexity of the uh, binder and the fillers in the cigar. Yeah. And you know, I think you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. Yes. And, you know, I this in particular is just, this cigar is smoking great. Mm-hmm. You know, those wood notes, there's that nice, you know, spice. It's not pepper. Mm. It's a spice that's going along with it. And um, there's this little tingly feeling that's left on my lips, you know, mm. from, from the Cameroon wrapper. For sure. Um, it's, it's not as... Uh, spicy a Cameroon as as the African Cameroon no, is, no. but I I think they've done a great job and and um, I, I'd love to see you know these cigars really you know I, if you have not smoked one of these you're missing out yeah you're missing out on definitely something. need the choice mm-hmm. gotta try it now it's it's no secret you know that I'm a Aladino guy I I have enjoyed Aladino since it came out. Um, GRE tobacco, the Aladino cigars, um, you know, that goes, you know, these are the people, the same family and same tobacco who originated, uh, Camacho back in 2000, uh, Davidoff bought it, uh, several years later, big hit. Um, they went and bought the brand name and, you know, but they've used their own Honduran, uh, tobacco for that. The, the Aladino is basically using the the Corojo that was in that original Aladino, and they've made it a fantastic cigar. I don't really think Aladinos come out with any misses. No. Would you all? No. All, agree no, with all that? their cigars are fantastic. Yep. All their really, cigars really are good. fantastic. 
So, you know, my next question here is, you know, what's what's your favorite Aladino? Mine is the uh, Aladino uh, number four, the Reserva, I think it the is. Corojo the Corojo Reserva number four? Thank you. The Corojo Reserva number four. Yep. I I'm glad it. I know the name of your favorite song, <laughs> even if you don't. <clears throat> yep. I mean, it's it's got it's got spice. It's got the subtle sweetness. It's got like this nutty thing going on. Uh, a lot of tobacco. A notes. lot of tobacco I notes. Don't know why? Dave's not really sure why. I am like... sure why. It's on fire and it's going into my mouth. It's beautiful. Yes. Hopefully not the end. that's on fire. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> That didn't sound too hopeful. <laughs> Nick, what about yourself? The mm. Aladino Maduro. Toro. Mm. Well, I jump between the Aladino Maduro and the Casadores. Okay. The Casadores is going to be your uh, six inches by 46. So that's basically the Lonsdale and the original line. Yeah, but it's box pressed. So it's oh, the, oh, it's, oh. So, so the, the Aladino the Maduro. Maduro series, yeah, the Aladino yeah. Maduro series is all box pressed. Mm -hmm. So. I kind of jump between both of them, but I'm kind of attached to the Casadores. The Casadores for me just delivers so much flavor mm. that uh, San Andreas wrapper that they're using on there is utilized 100% in that cigar, and you taste everything. The Corojo tobacco, the San Andreas, they're married together perfectly. Yeah, and it is. I can smoke those all day, and I have. Yep. And right now we're out. And I'm pretty sad. Mm. It's. It's just a testament to how much difference you can make to a cigar by changing the wrapper. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because it's the same binder and filler as the all Corojo, you know, of the natural line. Right, right, right. But you add that San Andreas wrapper and then you box press it. And you've got a completely different cigar. Yeah. It doesn't taste anything like the natural. And it's that San Andreas wrapper that they use is gorgeous i totally agree with you fantastic fantastic choice mm. these cucumbers are really fresh paul just get them out of your garden well since you're drinking sorry since you're, eating, them. Si no. <laughs> <laughs> since, you're e since you're eating the garnish i'm going to have to be very quick to slice some more off for the second half too. Mm -hmm. well the drink was fantastic i'm already finished oh that's wonderful thank you that's really good. I'm very, very happy. We're not surprised. No, no. we're not at all surprised. And as a matter of fact, we kind of expected it. Yeah. Well, it's a long day. Sorry. It was a long day today. You deserve the drink today. Yeah, baby. Paul, yes. do you have a favorite Aladino? Yes, I do. The Corojo Reserva Robusto is my favorite. Mm. And the, a close second is the Alagante. The, the Habano Elegante. That's the Lancero, that right? Yeah. For seven bucks, that is an absolutely... I... I, I like I told you before, I'm more of a Toro, Grand Toro type of cigar smoker, but that to me is the uh, my probably one of my favorite Lanceros. Yeah, good, good show, it's one of the best Lanceros for the money. That's for the, for sure. for the, you can't beat it for seven it's bucks. For seven it's bucks. unbelievable, mm -hmm. and I do I do love the San Andreas uh, Maduro version as well, but mm -hmm. the Crow Reserva Robusto is my absolute favorite. Yep, uh, I'm gonna say that the the uh, Maduro Elegante. Is my favorite cigar. That's a good one. That size, that that Lancero, and at seven fifty, is just an amazing, amazing cigar. Yeah. Incredible. It's the the flavor you get, and uh, you know I'm more of a full bodied uh, cigar guy, and it burns a lot longer than you think. People, 
It, that that Elegante is fantastic, and I'm I'm very excited. The the Aladino Vintage series right now that that's just out in the uh, Rothschild. Um, this year they're going to be releasing an Elegante mm-hmm. in the Vintage blend as well as a Toro, mm. Mm. and I'm excited nice. about that. And uh, we'd actually thought about having uh, Justo Aroa, the president of Jerry Tobacco, the head of Aladino, on the show tonight. But uh, people, we had the opportunity to have him live and in person if we were willing to wait a few weeks. And so we said, well, sure. (laughs) Yeah, why not? So we're going to be smoking uh, the new uh, Aladino vintage Mm -hmm. releases with him on the show (laughs) on April 30th. Oh, yeah. 2021. If you're listening awesome. in 2022, you missed it. You'll just have to watch the rerun. Yep. I know. It's sad. Uh, Dave. <laughs> Dave. Dave. Last week, we had the uh, ladies' night takeover mm, on the did. show. And uh, you did a little cross-dressing. Uh, I did. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. I had people asking me, <laughs> Who the is that a is girl that? on the left? And incredibly well. Yeah. <laughs> you did incredibly well, Dave. <laughs> and so, oh, yeah. you know. Was that a Princess Leia-ish type of uh, costume? It was. Or, it uh, was. They makeup, were space buns. Space buns. Space buns. Space, yeah. So, yeah. Dave always has wanted to be a force babe. And um, he, got his, he got his opportunity. Princess. Uh, now, Davina. now. How did De- Davina the Divine was? Whoa, was his that's name. the full name. Davina the Divine was yep. introduced last week. Double D's. Yeah, you know, Dave. <laughs> my God. I I understand that you were you were asking for a bra. Yes, I I wanted to go all in. You know, I didn't want to. Oh, I want to just God. have it. We couldn't make it happen. So you you and you were asking. Now I understand that the girls were not really willing to. Share their bras with no. you. No, you went looking for bras. So you go. No, to we didn't have time. Didn't have, didn't time. have time. Didn't have time. How did you enjoy being <laughs> Davina the Divine? Well, I'll tell you. I, 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 I have a new healthy, looking, like a, uh, you know, stoned cross dressing. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that, was, that was it. Was it pretty was, horrifying. It, it was pretty. Yeah, when it you watch, pretty when, horrifying. When you yeah. watch it, you're like, what is that? I know. It was fun. It was fun, and it was funny, and everything. But how, how did you, how did you like it? Um, well, I was disgusted. You were disgusted. <laughs> <It's> disgusted. <laughs> you know, the makeup was great, but the hair was just atrocious. It was just horrible. But I'll tell you, I have a, I have a a whole new healthy respect for women, and and their ritual you, of makeup. You didn't before. And uh, well, going through before. it puts it in a different perspective, man. Let me tell you, when you have to put on like you know forty minutes of makeup. Just well, so you can like be presented in the in in the day. I mean, that's like I don't know that they had to work forty minutes to make themselves presentable. They were concerned about making you presentable. So, like uh, as a woman, that no, takes that, work. That forty minutes, you know, <laughs> but it t- it takes time. Regardless, it does. It, it does know, take time. You know, yeah, I'm and, joking. And, and you shouldn't take away from it, right? The uh, it, I I used to. Uh, I have an ex girlfriend and. She she uh she used to be so excited that I didn't care whether or not she was wearing makeup if she mm-hmm. came over, and I never really like understood it, you know. 
now I understand it. It's a lot of work, you know, and it's all, it's a lot of work that you have to do later because you have to take it off, mm-hmm. you know, before you go to bed and stuff. When like that. when so, did you take? No, it I took it off. as soon as I got home. As soon as you or, got no, home. I took it off here. I had she had wipes, so I wiped most of it off, and then the eyeliner. It took like probably like another ten fifteen minutes to get it all out. Yeah, when I was home. Yeah, so when I didn't you were look home. like a Green Day reject. Did your so. did your did your kids recognize you when you came home, or did yeah, they, they no, run? Who are you, and what have you done with my daddy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Eli said, "Did you go to a rock concert?" Because <laughs> like, I had like eyeliner under there. I looked like I was, was no. Mad. I just did my podcast. <laughs> I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, good mm. for you. We, we saved the makeup for for the next time. Yep, good for you, kid. Yep. There's going to be another time, Dave. There is going to be another time. Another time you're yes. you're planning every, on every reprising. time. Every, every time the uh, the girls take over the uh, the show, you're going to be Divina the Divine. Yeah, might as well. I mean, hey, good for you, Dave. We yeah. have the views approved. So, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm not sure you were the draw. No, but I'm I was not, not the draw. I, but... I will not say you weren't. No, I most definitely wasn't. <laughs> I won't say if I was, that you weren't. That's just wrong. It could be. <laughs> you know, everybody and their mother might be like, hey, come look at Dave. That's the Dave being of the divine. Let's go. Oh, my gosh, that's fantastic. Let's watch that again. That's a good, that's a good southern accent you got there, Dan. Oh, so, God. Yeah, so you're, you're planning on coming back. Yeah. Uh, well, I know the women, you know, they're going to have to come back because you know, everyone's really disappointed that we're back. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, at the beginning of the day, you know, I, I uh, checked the, the views for that episode because I, I, I knew that that would be of interest, you know, mm-hmm. and they were approaching 600 mm-hmm. views. And by the time we started, it was over 600. You know, so people were downloading it and streaming it during the day. It's it definitely is one of the. Um, God help them. Yeah, they're gonna have to come back. It's quickly <sighs> approaching uh, Ada. Well, Ada's, yeah, uh, video. Ada Ada has officially been the first guest we've had on the show that has hit a thousand mm-hmm. views. Wow. Her initial show yep. has topped a thousand views. Her second, which just happened a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm is like at 945. Wow. So that's going to hit 1000 really soon. We're going to go back on the so show. So it's it's it is it's really interesting. We we can have Kurt on, we can have uh the Matt Fisherman on, we can have Orlando Cabrera, yeah. you know, baseball superstar on the show. We can have um Glenn Case from Kristoff. Yeah. We can have um who are some other big names we've had on the show? Um, we've had uh, Tom Lazuka from Tom Lazuka. Uh, yep, we've we've done Christian Aroa, yep. um, the older, uh, prettier brother of the Aroas, and um, <laughs> <clears throat> sorry, you still, but <laughs> you you make a great cigar, and your older brother's a germaphobe, so don't don't feel. <laughs> um, you know, but it is the women. It's the women guests on the show, even Talia. You know, it, it, they're not even, you know, don't have to be cigar experts or whatever, but you you get some of those people on the show and kaboom. Yep. Everybody, everybody wants to see them back. So, um, we're working on trying to get, um, some of the ladies from the bar with us on a regular night and, um, we'll see how that goes. 
like I'm sure I I'm sure that when when uh, Heather uh, comes on, Heather Steck Eaton is is a longtime friend of the show. As a matter of fact, she may be watching, mm-hmm. but probably not. She said she was going to. Yeah. So. She said she was going to see me yesterday and Tuesday as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're listening, <laughs> we love you, H. Yeah, we love you. You But she, you know, she's a regular listener to the show, big supporter of Twins. Loves it. Now she's the uh, Northeast area rep for Kristoff. I'm hey. sure that's going to be a big show. Yeah. Um, you know, whenever we have Lauren on from Ashton, that's a big show. Um, but uh, I can see between the two of them, the next. Ladies Night Takeover could be freakishly huge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're going to have to be on your game, Dave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to show some skin. <laughs> Speaking of showing skin, Dave, um, you have the uh, Tobacconist University Word of the Week. I do, Dan. Is it right there? It is right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's on his game tonight. Mm-hmm. And what's the Word of the Week, Dave? do 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 Oh, of course it doesn't open up to what I want. Uh-huh. You should know it, Dave. Yeah. You should That's know memorized. it. Top of your head. Mm-hmm. You're going to be tested on this stuff for his watching. All right. So the Tobacconist University word of the day is Cameroon. <laughs> Boy, that took a lot of effort. <laughs> <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, and that is uh, Cameroon is from Cameroon, Africa, Central African Republic, and uh, the countries of Cameroon and the Central African Republic produce tobaccos commonly referred to as Cameroon, more accurately called Central African, originally descended from the Sumatran seed, from Sumatra. And today's <laughs> Central African varietals are known for their rich flavors and aroma. Their hardy soils in this region of Africa yield a distinctive tobacco that does not need much fertilization and is grown under direct sun. Consistent climate and cloudy condition, conditions allow wrapper cultivation without the use of shade cloth. Central African tobacco lends itself to wrapper production due to its appearance, its supple texture, resilient strength, and these wrappers have a luscious dark brown color, often with an attractive reddish tint. They are fuller flavored and can have a unique toothy or grainy texture. Traditionally, most Central African tobacco produce smaller leaves. Today, the quality and size of the leaves are making larger wrapper leaves, which makes larger cigars possible. Very good. Now, one of the differences between the African Cameroon or the Cameroon Cameroon and the Honduran Cameroon is this is not toothy. Mm, not this is smooth. smooth. The veins are very small, and it's not as dark. And it is a nice brown color wrapper, nice easy color, but uh, it is not the same toothy uh, wrapper that you normally get uh, on a Cameroon cigar. Um, and it, I think that you know is evident in the. I'll call it a creaminess. Yeah. There's a creamy aspect to this wrapper that mm-hmm. you don't get from traditional camera. You you want to say something, Paul? Yeah. Because uh, we, we, we met with Edgar Thank from Tatuaje last week. Tatuaje. And he, he was, he was uh, describing the cigars within Tatuaje as being finesse. Mm-hmm. Finesse cigar. And this is that's exactly how I will term the cigar versus 
the true African Cameroon rapper from other lines. This is more finesse. This has more finesse. This has rapper, more finesse. Yeah. Correct. That's yeah. a good. That's a good way. Yeah. To do it's, it. it's starting off like a mild to medium, going to a medium smoke, mm-hmm. but it's very smooth, very creamy. Um, you know, I do agree with this. Has that light spice and mm-hmm. nice sweetness, but it, I will call this a finesse cigar. Mm. Now, Paul, mm. since mm. you're speaking, yes. I believe you would like to do. The cigar confession for tonight. Oh, swapping tonight, huh? With mm-hmm. swapping roles. Swap a lopping. Cigar yes. confessions with Pablo Maduro. Pablo Maduro's cigar confessions. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? Mm. So we talk a lot about on the show cigar etiquette. Yes, we do. We've talked a lot in past episodes about the do's and don'ts of cutting cigars and lighting cigars and ashing cigars. Yes, we have. Just what not to do. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. I want to take that a step, <laughs> gentlemen. Bless you, Dave. Really? I want to take that a step further. Yes. I want to talk about cigar humidor etiquette. Humidor Ooh. etiquette. That's and a... more specifically, walk-in cigar humidor etiquette. Ooh. And even more specifically, Our twins <laughs> walk-in <laughs> cigar humidor etiquette. Yes. Yes. So I'm sure we've all come yes. across. People who come in. Now, we have a huge walk-in humidor. It's over 1,000 square feet in Londonderry. And again, I'm not, ta- uh, no disrespect to, to Hooks It. It's uh, all right. We, uh, but in Londonderry, we have a very large walk-in humidor. Yes, we do. With over 1,700 facings. Yep. And we've got customers that come in and out throughout the day. And every once in a while, a customer comes in who just has to take that cell phone call no matter where they are. Mm-hmm. And they're shopping, and they take the call, and mm-hmm. next thing you know, they're talking about their personal lives and personal problems, and yada dita da, and they're not too shy about how loud they are. I didn't take the blue pill, honey. <laughs> I swear. Right. I swear I did. And even more importantly, they're talking about personal problems, personal lives, or they're discussing the next corporate takeover and <laughs> discussing the intricate details of it. Mm-hmm. Here's my cigar confession if it's that important please step outside the humidor the rest of us really do not need to know what your personal lives are or your bank accounts or how much money you have or what corporate corporation you plan on assuming control over i i I sense this is a little bit of a venting (laughs) (laughs) well it is it could be wrong it is but it sounds, it what sounds would give like that a away? little venting. What would give that away, Pastor? Um, I just think it's... Let me count the ways. I just think, with, <laughs> given the fact that there's one. probably going to be several customers in the humidor at once, and they don't need to know what your personal life is like or yeah. what businesses you do or whatever. And I certainly don't really need to know that. And even I'll take it even a step further. Ooh. When you come up Ooh. to the register, just excuse yourself from your call and just let's just do the transaction and then I'll be glad to get you out and you can continue on your call there. Yeah. So to sum it all up, don't use the speakerphone. <laughs> that's even better, Dave. Yes. <laughs> there, yes, we do have customers that do that, you know, but I'm just saying if it's a, if it's an important call or if it's a call in general, it's going to take more than a few minutes. Just excuse yourself from the person who's calling. So I'll be right with you. Do your transaction and take the call outside. And that way, Myself and whoever else is in the humidor really don't need to know your personal life. We should put signs up. Please take your calls outside. <laughs> we should. 
That's my cigar confession. Yeah. Oh, well, there you have it, people. <laughs> Pablo Maduro. <laughs> I despise it. He despises <laughs> people who make personal calls inside the humidor. There's a lovely uh, Ford bench outside the <laughs> outside the bathrooms that they can take that phone call. I mean, I mean am I by myself here or does everyone, everyone else? No, no I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. Especially if they're on speakerphone. This speakerphone isn't or speaker. they're loud. I mean, they, it, again, when I say we have a, a large walk-in humidor, mm -hmm. you know, with all these cigars and all that, it, it's still... It, it, these people are talking at a, such a loud volume that everyone can hear it. Right. So. Well, I, I'll take it a step further. You go right ahead. We have this very large humidor, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, sometimes that happens when they're the only person in the humidor. Yes. And so they, the call, they're stopped on their phone dealing with their business mm -hmm. and therefore not doing any business Correct. Humidor. Yes. And, you know, to, to your point, we have to sit and wait, wait and, and listen and until they're done. And I would rather them go out, do their business and come, come in when you're going to get your cigar. Don't come into the humidor because it's quiet. To make your phone call. <laughs> it's not that quiet. <laughs> music playing and everything. Music playing uh, or whatever. just turn up the music you know. louder, you know. It's there are plenty of places <laughs> that you can have that well. call. So it's just it's just etiquette. Yeah. Something that I think that people need to respect and listen to Pablo Maduro. Yes, people. yes. That is my he cigar confession. He is a very wise man. <laughs> Pablo Maduro. Cigar confessions. Uh what is the final verdict here on the uh, fresh Aladino Lonsdale Cameroon? Um, I think it is very fresh. It's, you like you got this. <laughs> Do you very... have any new words for it, Dave? <laughs> it's got well, you got like this very Cameroonian. Summary, it's very Cameroonian <laughs> kind of uh, <laughs> Cameroonian. Um, very Cameroonian. It's very Cameroonian. <laughs> yeah, it's very Cameroonian. It's very Cameroonian. Getting a lot of tobacco notes. Lots. Yeah, I mean, you obviously it's like nice... it. You've smoked it down to your fingers. Yeah, it's it's got that wonderful spice that's uh, been enhanced by El Drinko. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> El Drinko. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, Dave, what do you think about the pairing? Give me your bet. Give me, give me your. I think I think the opinion. pairing is very well done, Paul. Okay, the and that's all box, I was shooting for. The pairing, <laughs> the pairing is done very well. I give Paul. It's a not a up. drink you would. Order. Do yourself or order. But uh, it was a good pairing. Yes. Yeah. It accomplished its role. And that's what I was shooting for. But that's okay, Dave. At least you at least you did it. You, you didn't tried complain it. too much, you know. You're only gonna have to drink it I one know. more time <laughs> in the second half of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I have to know. One more so uh Nick, what about you? What'd you what's your final thoughts here on the fresh Aladino Cameron Lonsdale? Considering I have about maybe two centimeters left. You do that every cigar you smoke, whether you like yeah. it or not. Well, so no, what do you think true. of the cigar? <laughs> that's not true. It's wonderful. I love this cigar. Yeah. Love the drink. Awesome pairing. Great taste. It's a it's a it's a home run for me. Uh, it it's a really great cigar. Great pairing. Paul hit it out of the park with the gin and tonic. Uh I wasn't expecting it to be uh as crisp and freshness um but it it was great two thumbs up to paul on that man. yeah that was really 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 good call thank you cigar performed great 
The burn's been great. Haven't had to retouch anything. I don't think anybody retouched no, anything. No, right? I can't remember the last time I've had to retouch on. an Aladino. Though. And That's and true. just a fantastic, fantastic cigar. Um, nice, light, medium. You know, it kind of it almost rides that line. It's it, it it it's about as close to the mild line as you can get, but be a medium cigar. Yep. Yep. Um, beautiful, smooth, creamy spice. Um, those woody notes, um, a little bit of sweetness to it. There's that that tart kind of spice, you know that that you get from the uh, wrapper. Mm. Very very good cigar. I I really enjoy it. And, mm. and the pairing I think was perfect. Paul, what do you think? How do you think you did? No, I think to your own horn. I, I will. I think it was a. I think I accomplished what I was seeking to do with this is to have a drink that would not overpower the cigar mm. and we've done a lot of bourbons and whiskeys and i just thought i'd need to step outside our comfort zone tonight and uh pair it up with a with a drink that mm-hmm. uh would be refreshing light um and would complement the the wonderful smoothness uh, the, the, the the creamy aspect the the light spice the retro hail it's still mm-hmm. amped up the, the drink is definitely amping up that uh that retro hail so yeah i thought it was a, a great pairing yeah, I, I, not, you could really enjoy the drink, and you could really enjoy the cigar. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a sign of a great pairing. Good job, <laughs> good job, Pablo. All right, everybody, we're gonna take our break. We'll be right back, right after this. All right, everybody, we are back, and now we are smoking. I know this may seem like Groundhog Day, <laughs> but we are smoking an aged. Cameroon, uh, Lonsdale from Aladino. This is from the original release back in May of 2020. Uh, again, Honduran Cameroon wrapper, Honduran Corojo binder and filler. Six by 43 is the ring gauge. It is a classic Lonsdale cigar. So this cigar has about a year of age on it. I don't know about anybody else here, but I didn't notice any kind of real noticeable difference in the color of the cigar right. or on the wrapper i didn't notice any yellowing of the cellophane mm-hmm. anybody else n- notice anything on there nope cellophane no so no discernible difference there but good grief mm. when i uh first lit this up and drew on it it was a richer yeah cigar. Oh, at least yes twice as rich yes mm-hmm. i absolutely would agree wow that's fantastic and um, it has a little bit more earth to mm. it. I'm even picking up maybe some, I'm going to say light kind of cocoa notes. I'm, something sweet. The sweetness of the the sweetness of the wrapper has really ramped up. It's gotten a lot darker. It's a, it's a darker, richer kind of sweetness. It was more, um, there was more tang. Yeah. Yep. In the new one, yep. that tang has kind of developed into a richer uh, kind of flavor there. Yep. What do you guys think? Yep, I have, absolutely. I, I would absolutely agree. I think it, it, I, I'm picking up the cocoa notes. The spice is much more pronounced. Um, so you're picking up cocoa notes too. Picking up cocoa notes. The the I think we all agree that it's a lot more spicier. Mm-hmm. The the drink uh, again, it's the Hendrix Gin and Tonic, is just pronouncing that spice even more on the retro hill but even without the drink wow 
Yeah. Yeah, that is that is nice and smooth, but rich spice. It's, Nick, what it, about you? What do you think? The thing that I that I realized about the cigar, oh, the tobacco notes, is there there is a lot of tobacco notes. I don't know why, but there is. Um, ah, the tang that yeah. that almost that sour note that yeah. comes with the a fresh one. Mm-hmm. It's almost gone. It's almost absent there. It's mm. just so rich and creamy. Mm-hmm. The more spice, more earth. I did get a little bit of undertone of light, light cocoa. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not super pronounced, no, but it's there. You got to kind of really, you know what I mean? If you're smoking this and you have it, you know, aged for a year, you know what I mean? You got to kind of really take your time to really kind of get that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, wow! It is it. It's really rich. It's it's a night and, not a night and day difference because you still get some of the key components in there, but that richness comes through. The retro hail, super creamy. You get the spice. It's more spice than the first one, and with the drink, it actually really goes good again. I'm gonna go out and say that this cigar now is a medium full in terms of flavor. Mm. In terms it's no, of it's, flavor, it's no, yeah. it's no longer going to be a mild to medium cigar. It's going to I be would, I don't medium plus medium. medium full. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go as far as saying medium full. It's still a medium cigar to me. I'd say a solid medium, where the first one for me was more of a lighter medium. Mm-hmm. Like um, a mild plus. Yeah, yeah, mild plus mild medium. Like you said, Danny, it kind of uh, hugged the line, that line yeah. rides that line of being on light to medium. This one is just right in the middle, medium body, mm. has more body, more richness to it, and it's fantastic. And looking at that burn line, it's just, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, it's razor. Cigar. It's razor. fantastic. The ash is great. Aladinos are notorious, aren't they, for mm. having great ashes? You, if you really, you know, were careful with your cigar, you could probably burn this all the way down to the label. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've seen people do that with, with Aladino cigars over and over and over again. Just take the ash all the way down. They're really rolled incre- <laughs> incredibly well. <laughs> incredibly well. <laughs> Dave, what, what is, what's your thought on the uh, aged Aladino here? Um, I was surprised as soon as I took my first haul off of it. Um, first haul? Yeah. It was, <laughs> I don't breathe how much as I haul. You know. <laughs> Scratch. Yep. Trucker Dave. <laughs> Trucker Dave. So that's what addiction does. <laughs> Turns you into a trucker. Does it really? So I don't feel like one. <laughs> uh, you're more of a you're more of a jack man. A lumberjack. Jack? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I still got some some jack wood, wood chips the... still on my <laughs> yeah still on my flannel here. Yeah. He's just, a chick- just flex your pecs and and they'll give they'll bounce <laughs> off. See that? Yeah. Just need a... <laughs> <laughs> just keep the top button button. Nothing yeah. else. Keep, you gotta keep it button. He's maybe. a chicken farmer. That's right. No, I am really interested in what Dave what Dave thinks about the difference. Oh, it's a lot richer. Like especially the the citrus note was just that kind of tang was just way more prevalent. Um, the uh, the the earths uh, were a lot more prevalent. Um, the uh, were the drink, or are um, are a lot more prevalent. The drink made the the spices come out even more in the retro hill. If you let the mouth yeah, if you let the mouth, if you let the smoke sit in your mouth for like a few seconds and hold on to it and then blow it out, you get a real s- tangy sweetness in your nose. 
it's really good. You should try it. But it's it's absolutely amazing. Hmm. A little bit. I can see what you're saying. A little bit. I can see what you're saying. I got it. Um, we all agree then that the aged cigar is richer. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for oh, sure. Hands down. down. Absolutely. And and the flavors have really deepened. Big time. You might, you yes. know, I I think you know, obviously there's a there's a law of diminishing returns. At some point, the flavors which all come from the oils of the cigar, are, are, are going to diminish. Well, we're going to have to go but for two a year, years now. <laughs> a year has really done this cigar a lot of good. And we all agreed that the fresh Aladino Cameroon Lonsdale was a great cigar, right? Yeah. Very good cigar. Uh, you know, yep. it, it, I don't know if it was in Even all of our palettes. Even with Tonic. You know, but, but it, was, it was a solid cigar. Great, yes. Especially if you like Cameroon. This is a cigar you could easily recommend to somebody. But with a year's aging on it, mm-hmm. it's even better. Oh, so we were right. Time. We were right to think I knew, this would be even better. I knew this had potential when we smoked it last year. Right. I said, yeah, it, it's it's good on its own, but I could see that if you just hold on to it for a little bit longer, it was going to develop into a, a, a much better cigar, and mm-hmm. it has, yeah. without a doubt. And it didn't take that long. What? Less just about a year. Just about a year. You know, who can't hold on for a cigar for a year? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't. I yeah, can't. I have, I have such a hard time aging cigars yeah, at too. home. I, I, I just have a real hard time with it. And, you know, part of that is I don't have a whole lot of cigars at home. I, mean, I, I probably have maybe somewhere between 30 and 40 maybe 45 cigars in my home humidor but you know i live here i live at twins you know one of the greatest you know humidors you know in new england yeah so and and we're smoking you know several cigars during the day i don't i don't need to bring them home or if i need to bring them home i'll take one and bring it home and if you're really really desperate for a good aged cigar kurt kendall's just oh. a just a, a a floor away. He's usually uh, well, not only in his that, office. but that's a great opportunity to talk about you know the the Kurtz Vault selection we have. Yeah. At uh, the Londonderry location, there is some fantastic cigars uh, at at Londonderry that are you're just never going to be able to find. And mm. we've had we've had some all this time. In the humidor, he's had some aroma de Cuba. No, no, um, uh, the LGC. Come on, La Gloria Cubana. La Gloria Cubana. Um, from, cigars from like 2004, 2005, 2003. That you can that you can yeah. get uh, in the walk-in. But now there's a whole humidor full of tasty, very aged cigars yeah you know a year doesn't cut it to be on the kurtz vault thing mm. it's like 10 15 20 years on some of these things and um uh, cigars you're just not going to be able to find mm-hmm. anymore and that you can get them at a twins londonderry location yeah. it's fantastic cigars that people have stopped talking about mm-hmm. you know that are were good so long ago, and now they see them and like, Ooh. yeah, yep. 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 You have the yep. ESG from 2000, 2006. You have the original L40s from Liga Privada, Drew Estate. 
Those are from 2011. Mm-hmm. You have two. Uh, what is it? The, the work of art from the, 2003. Yeah, the work of art from 2003. Those 18 things. 18 years old. Those things gotta be spectacular. Yeah. He even has um, the Macanudos original blend from Jamaica from 1988. In the in in his vault. There. In that vault from wow. 1988. Wow. Incredible. That's 23 that's, years old. That's crazy. It's more than that, Dave. Yes. Is it 33? Yeah. 30, no, it's more than that. 43? No. 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 88. Oh, 88. 88. Wow, 43. No. No. I was born in 85. 33. Dave. Dave. I can't do that. <laughs> math. Math, math, Dave. Math. Yeah, that's right. Okay. No more gin for Dave. <laughs> um, but uh, amazing deals. We love what gin amazing does to you, Dave. Deals. You may not like the gin, but we like what it does to you. You may not like yep. gin, but gin likes you. Yep. <laughs> I can still add with bourbon. This sucks. <laughs> Is Baby Yoda moving? Oh, my gosh. He's speaking to him. <laughs> I can see the squares on my Dixon dancing. This drink still sucks, but I like what it does. <laughs> oh my goodness. So it obviously the cigar's gotten richer. It's gotten yeah. darker, it's gotten deeper and flavor wise. Um how is it how is it pairing with the gin and tonic? Do you think the gin oh, and yeah. tonic is still a good pairing with this, or has the cigar gotten too strong for the gin and tonic? Dave. It's definitely a bourbon worthy cigar. At this point, I would say you're correct. Yeah. This could be a bourbon worthy cigar. Yeah. It, it, it could definitely hold it up. Does, however, it does, however, work really well with the Cameroon wrapper. What on this does? one? Because, because the gin and tonic. Yeah, because of the because of the flavors that you naturally get from the cigar, like the uh, the citrus, mm-hmm. uh, the tang. You know that they work really well in tandem together. But you know, I'm yearning for some bourbon. <laughs> I did not expect so much spice to come out of the cigar, even after one year of aging. What were you expecting? Paul? I I thought it might it might have uh, developed maybe a little bit more uh, of the of the natural sweetness mm-hmm. of the cigar, maybe a little bit more spice. But this to me is a lot of spice, and it's so smooth and and rich. Rich is the word I'm, we are yeah. we're all using here. And I'm I'm, I'm and not. I, I wouldn't say it's gotten a whole lot sweeter. No, it hasn't. Richer. Mm. Yeah, richer, deep, deeper. Say deeper. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And, and that's phenomenal. very. It's very interesting. This this cigar is great. Great. The the, the fresh Aladino was a solid. You know, if you like Cameroon, especially, it was a really enjoyable cigar. I wouldn't have any trouble uh, suggesting it. Certainly wouldn't have any you know qualms about smoking it, picking it up for myself. Absolutely. But this is. I, I I almost want to say it's a different cigar. Yeah, it's it's so much richer than than the uh, fresh one. It's it's a For noticeable sure. difference. It's just it's just a testament to what aging a cigar can do. And wow. and uh, you know un, you know fortunately or unfortunately this isn't my normal habit to age stuff. I have I have very little aged cigars. Um, uh, the only cigars I have that have been kind of sitting there are uh, um, 
Tatawahe uh, pumpkin spice mm. cigars. Those which I got really good. Which I got from, you know, events. It's the only place you can get them. You know, when you buy a box, you get a three-pack of, of those things. That's the only way you can get them. And um, I, I smoke them on Halloween. I smoke one on Halloween. So I save them for that. So other than that cigar, there's really nothing in my humidor that's very old. Any of you able to age stuff? There's at nothing home? in my humidors. The, the, <laughs> the only cigar that I've been able to age is I had one Opus Shark mm. that I got from when the when Carlito came out a few years back. Oh wow, that was before my time. And I and I bought two that night, and one I had a few days after that, which was really good. Yep. And then I had one a year later, and boy, it was a completely different cigar. It was a lot. A uh, lot more flavor. Um, just it was a it was just a overall. It it came alive yeah. for me. The opuses get stronger when they, you age they them. They do. Mm. They do. That's happened with this. Yes. This as I said. No. This well, is, I, this ha, this has gained more body. Okay. Yes. Opuses gain more strength. They they definitely get they more. They gain strength. nicotine. I don't know if it's nicotine or what, but they get for me. It seems that they get stronger. As far as yeah, strength level, body wise as as well. But this doesn't really bring the nicotine with it, even though it's a very you know light to medium cigar to begin with. Mm -hmm. But there's this cigar has got way more body. But again, too, you know what would this taste like in five years time? So when we we talked earlier about the body part. Yeah. Okay. When I said it was more of a medium full flavor body, you said it's medium. Do you really agree with that now, or do you think mm. it's it's medium full? Uh uh I I think I think this is still. I'm about halfway done. I I think this is still a medium bodied cigar. The Aladino Maduros that is a fuller body cigar for me. Medium to full. I agree with that. This one would, even with the age on it, it has developed some really nice body, mm -hmm. really richer. It's deeper. Um, this one is just a, a medium. I smoke yeah. a lot of heavier cigars, so this one for me is not going to be, you know, I have to sit down, you know, and take my time with this. This is something that I always see, well, now that I see, it just kind of develops into a medium-bodied cigar. Okay. Yeah, I concur. I think it's a perfect medium. Perfect I'm medium. saying medium full flavor, medium strength. Okay. Medium. I'm saying medium. Medium. <laughs> I love what Jen's doing here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Mm. Speaking of Jen, what's everyone doing for Easter? Ooh. Well, Jin has everything to do with Easter, right? I'm actually going to be spending the weekend with my parents, who I have not seen since February of last year. Wow! Whoa. Going down tomorrow, I'm going to spend the weekend with them, and I'm looking—I'm so looking forward to seeing them. Are you wearing a hazmat suit? Uh, no, no, none of that, <laughs> not at all. And uh, it's going to be a great weekend. It's just going to be myself, Nicole, and my parents, mm -hmm. and my dog, and that's just going to be just us, just. Getting to know each other again. Well, we well, we talk all the time. I mean, we've yeah, done right. a couple of uh, Skypes or or Zooms, whatever. But it's not the same, you know. It's no. the longest I've gone in my lifetime without seeing them. So it's going to be a, yeah. a great weekend. Unfortunately, my brother won't be able to make it. He's got uh, something else that came up. But 
yeah, it'll be a it'll be a great weekend. Nick, what about yourself? What are you doing for Easter? Delivering. Delivering. Easter. You're uh, working. You're working on Easter delivering. Yeah, in the morning time. Uh, yeah. So probably about seven o'clock to about twelve, one o'clock. We'll be delivering for my mother-in-law at Edible Arrangements in Haverhill. Uh, and then from there, we'll mm. be shooting over to my brother's house. Everybody will be there. My mother, my grandmother, my brothers, nieces, and nephews. And uh, the dogs will be coming, and they'll be playing, and uh, we'll eat some uh, Easter dinner. Mm. Easter dinner? Easter dinner. Mm. And we'll reminisce about uh, the old times and firearms like we usually do and cars and... <laughs> Old times and firearms. That's right. Because that's what Easter is all about. That's exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> when we we all get together, because now uh, both of my brothers are living in New Hampshire, and mm-hmm. you know, up here is uh, is uh, constitutional carry. So they've all gotten into into guns and firearms and gun safes and the whole nine yards, and uh, that's mainly what we talk about and how expensive ammo has become yes. which is uh, a shame me and the wife short story me and the wife went uh this past weekend to the gun range and uh we spent about maybe an hour a little over an hour mm-hmm. and we had my rifle and my sidearm my pistol and we went through did uh, she have a gun she did yes she had her uh mmp9 okay um and we went through about four or 500 rounds in about an hour and after it, i asked her i'm like do you realize how much technically we spent in ammo how much we went through and she's like no i was like about 450 dollars, honey and she couldn't believe it and i was like well believe it because technically it's a dollar around mm. nowadays and it's it goes so fast and it's so expensive man yeah. oh it's, it's crazy. crazy absolutely crazy Crazy nuts. Dave, are you uh, going shooting with mom this weekend? No. Easter? No. You should. decided to skip it this year. (laughs) She decided to skip it or you decided to skip it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was a this or that question and you just said yes. So you're both skipping it? Mm, Yes. So we're both skipping it. Um, I don't know if we're actually going to be doing anything. We haven't even talked about it, actually. But, you know, I'm probably going to hit up the store tomorrow and get a nice hum. So, hum. Hum. Nice hum. 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 That's a good question. Appetite. That's a good question. Who's, what are we some having cinnamon. for, what are we having for dinner well, on Easter? Some spiral cut ham, some mashed potatoes. You're going, you're going, you're going traditional. Green vegetables. Yeah. What was that? Green vegetables. Oh, green, green vegetables. vegetables. Nick. Yeah. It's traditional for me, man. Ham, ham, mashed green potatoes. We got potatoes. potatoes. Uh, got potatoes yep. going. It's got potatoes. Potatoes. Yeah. Probably get some, maybe some mac and cheese in there too. Mac and cheese, potatoes. My grandmother baked mac and baked cheese. mac and cheese is yeah, the best. Buddy. Baked mac and cheese and potatoes and ham. Faster. Well, you know, I live in the estrogen palace. <laughs> I have three teenage girls at home. You wonder why I smoke both pipes and cigars? Well, that's one of the reasons. <coughs> Tobacco keeps me sane. Um, and my <laughs> and middle, <alone. laughs> my middle daughter, my uh, almost seventeen-year-old, uh, um, 
requested can you believe it spaghetti and meatballs mm, interesting because all five of us like spaghetti and meatballs nothing wrong with that i man. like yeah. ham i would be very happy with ham potatoes you know the normal the, 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 i would be very happy you know last number of years i've done lamb on easter mm, Ooh, I like doing a roast lamb. lamb yes that would be great on easter chili. lambs all around sales this year we've done you know chili in the past i've done uh roast beef you know because why not right sure you know, is there beef, ever a yeah. bad time for a ro good roast some never steak, a bad time. steak. Ooh, something like yeah, that steak. uh but not everybody likes lamb in my family. Not everybody likes ham. But everybody likes spaghetti and meatballs. And so I've been asked, why don't we do spaghetti and meatballs? And because I have to be very careful about living in the estrogen palace, I will probably say, that's a great idea, spaghetti and meatballs. To make everybody happy. Yes. Well, keep you, everybody happy. If you don't, it'll be hell to pay. There Just could be hell to cubes. pay. And Easter is not the kind of day I want to be thinking about hell. You know, Easter's, you know, for me, it's not about the bunny. It's about Jesus. And I'd like to be thinking happy thoughts. And so having happy women helps. Happy mm -hmm. wife. Happy wife. Happy, happy life. Yes. Are you pastoring anywhere on Sunday? I'm not pastoring anywhere Sunday, so I'll be, I'll, uh, you know, hopefully going to be getting to uh, church service, um, but I don't have to actually do it, so I'll be able to just enjoy Relax. it. Relax. Good. And that's that's a good thing. Yes. Um, my next pastoring engagements are in May and June, right now, um, which is again a little bit unusual because I often get called to do the sunday after easter for a number of places because you know there's a lot of extra services that that come on you know you've got holy week last night um was monday thursday a lot of churches do a special service for that. today today's good, good friday, friday. Yep. you have services for that and then sunday easter one of the busiest you know days of the of the year a lot of churches do extra services mm -hmm. Because if you typically, for whatever reason, Christmas and Easter, if you have any kind of Christian upbringing at all, you feel like you're obligated to go to church at least those two days out of the year. And if that's you out there, we pastors refer to you as the C&E committee, <laughs> Christmas and Easter. And um, uh, so typically the week after, pastors like to take off. And for the last number of years, I've I've done that, and so I, I didn't get um, scheduled for any of that, which again is is nice for me. So I got a little bit more time before I get back nice back in there. So I might still do. I I like lamb. I like a good roast lamb. If you do mm. lamb right, yep, it is spectacular. It is. Your lamb is second yes. to none, Dan. I love it roast it is. lamb. Second so to I none. might still do that, even though it's... Do a little lamb on the side. A little lamb on the side mm. here. You all, we're all going to have spaghetti meatballs, but your mom and I, we're going to enjoy some lamb. And you're just going to have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. What time's dinner? 
uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. We are we are going over to my uh, sister-in-law's house uh, for some part of the day for a little uh, Easter egg hunt and a get-together. My sister-in-law uh, also has three girls. So there's six girls and then her husband and myself. And uh, that's always a, a good time and scary time to have all that estrogen running around, <laughs> running around. <laughs> it's uh very interesting very interesting times yeah so that's what that's what i'll be doing for easter so i don't quite know when this but that's one reason that this spaghetti dinner is a good idea because spaghetti and meatballs is not all that complicated to put together and if we don't quite know when we're going to be home to do that that's not really all that big of a deal Mm-hmm. sounds good yep yes sir yep Mm-hmm. Now, we've got a bunch of stuff all of a sudden happening at Twins. Yes. Um, there's a lot going on. And, uh, you know, events are starting to come back into play. Specials are starting to come back in, in play. And um, we should talk a little bit about that. Do you want to, like, one of them is the, the Rocky Patel event. Do you want to talk a little about that? Yeah, so... That that uh, special that's going on so for the next two months we have uh some rocky patel we have a rocky patel uh event specials going mm -hmm. on and uh it's all uh geared around box sales so uh and it's kind of similar to what we've done in the past however the the grand prize is completely different uh so for the next two months if you come in and uh you purchase a uh, rocky patel box you will get an entry well, first of all, you get a, you'll get a five pack of cigars. Right. Uh, you get your choice of either a cutter or an ashtray. Mm -hmm. uh, but you'll also have a entry for the grand prize, which will be announced. Uh, the date will be announced later. But the grand prize is a weekend down in Naples with Rocky Patel at Burn. At Burn is wonderful cigar lounge slash nightclub mm -hmm. um, and it's a whole weekend so you'll have uh, dinner cigars drinks uh, golf is optional there's going to be a chance to play golf uh, at some point during the weekend but you'll be able to spend that time with Rocky um, down in his hometown of Naples Florida which seems to be where everyone's heading to lately yeah yeah <laughs> very true um, and uh Two box sales. You get uh, f so one box. You get one entry. Uh, two boxes. You get five entries, yep. and three boxes. You ten get entries. ten entries. So, and that's going to go on from April through the end of May, and the drawing will be on June first. That's going to be fantastic. That, Every spring we do something with Rocky. Yes, yes. And um, you know, we are uh, esteemed uh, GM. Sean was down there with rocky just a couple weekends ago yep. got to get a a preview of the new rocky patel 60th uh which is a, a cigar blended for rocky's 60th birthday um, he says it's fantastic yeah yeah they shot um, 72 holes in 72 hours it's crazy a lot of golf golf every day so the cigar is coming out <laughs> and it's going to be really really good and uh, i trust sean's palate if he says it's a great cigar i'm thinking it's going to be a great cigar. yeah i heard it too and uh i'm really excited about that we also have <clears throat> the month of april a special uh 724 
um, special going on. Yep. Um, you buy any box of the 1874 series of 724, and you'll walk away with that and a five-pack of the new sizes uh, that have come out for the um, Hustler and the Factory 57 line. Yes. And that's... That's all of them are fantastic. Awesome. What's that like? Almost sixty dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, close to sixty bucks. Yeah, close to sixty bucks. It's amazing, and uh, you get that five pack with that. And then there's the uh, um, chilly chill night mm. coming up too. Yep. On... Chilly and chill. Yep. And that's what April. Um, I didn't write down the the day, but mm. it's a. Uh, I'll find out right here real quick. But do you want to talk about what's going on with that? And I'll get the date. Uh, actually, I, uh, I don't know that one. You but don't know I, that do, one? I do know the uh, the Tatuaje event. Well, the Tatuaje. Actually, it's not a, an event. It's just a Tatuaje special we got going on. So uh, we have some really rare uh, and very limited Tatuaje cigars that we put in packs. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, not, it's less than 20. That's all I can tell you. Mm-hmm. So in order to and in order to actually get the ability to purchase this five pack of Tatuaje, uh, you need to come in and purchase a box of Tatuaje. So any box purchase of Tatuaje will give you the ability to purchase for thirty-five dollars a pack of five limited cigars. One is the Cohetus. Mm-hmm. There's two Cohetus and I'm Cohete. sorry, three, Co- three, three Cohetus. Cohetus yeah. And two uh, Tatuaje limited cigars. Uh, again, it's very, it's, it's, it's first Extremely come, first limited. serve. Yep. Uh, when they're gone, they're gone. We're not going to see them anymore. So don't wait. Uh, that's going to go on until those packs are gone. Yeah. So the, uh, the chili and chill night is April 23rd from 3 to 7 p.m. at uh, Londonderry up at the lounge. Yeah. And there's going to be live music from uh, Dire Holiday, chili, $5 draft specials. It's going to be an awesome, awesome time. Yeah. You're not going to want to miss that. Mm-hmm. Friday, April 23rd oh, yeah. from 3 to 7 p.m. at the Londonderry location of I'll be there. Twins. I bet. So there's a lot going on. And uh, we'll be glad to see everybody at those. Uh, this is just the start of what's to come. Yep. It's, we're so glad we're getting back. Thank events. God. Yep. <clears throat> okay. So uh, mm. it's time for a little bit of, uh, is Pastor Padron just blowing smoke? He is. He's always blowing smoke. <laughs> yes, I'm just constantly. <laughs> Are you guys ready? I've got some, some true and false things. Let's uh, do it. Here's the thing. Is, Here we go. Am I blowing smoke or am I not just blowing smoke? Okay. Uh, here's the first thing here. Before becoming queen, Queen Elizabeth. Yes, that Queen Elizabeth. The one from England? Yes. The first or the second? The second. Was a mechanic. Wow. That's, uh, that's true. You're not blowing Before she was queen, she was a mechanic? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the Royal Army. That's true. I know that's true. So I just saw a documentary on it. All right. I guess I'll go with you. I'll say uh, that you're not, not just, just blowing smoke. smoke. Yeah. What do you think, Dave? Am I just blowing smoke? I'm going to say you're not just blowing smoke. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree with my Because you comments. like going with the crowd, yeah. not because you actually have any... <laughs> <laughs> Following yeah. the leader. It is true. 
Yep. It is true. Her is true. uh her and her sister, Margaret, went into the royal army and served mm-hmm. before Elizabeth became queen and her father, uh Edward the Second, died. Mm-hmm. That is exactly correct. Yep. And her uncle could not uh sustain his kinghood because he married a divorcee, and that is law in England. Did you know that? That you can't sustain your household if you marry a divorced person? <laughs> Look no. it up. Well, that's why uh, Charles can't be king either. Right. Because mm. if, you, if you marry somebody that's divorced, it's against the law there that you can't, you can't remain... You can't be- you can't you, be king. You can't be king, so you have to give up your your kingship. I did not know that. Yep. So See, Elizabeth it pays to watch TV, doesn't it? <laughs> Documentary. Watch TV. Documentaries. There's you a. You answered that question correctly because yeah. you watch TV. That's very if good. You, and it's on Netflix right now. It's called. Uh, uh, damn. The Queen I, Mechanic. The Queen Mechanic. No, it's not. Starring Jason Statham. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> And the Rock. Rock Johnson. Oh, man. Next question, please. Okay, next question. Keep it going. <laughs> uh, staying with the uh, theme of uh, kings and queens. All the kings in a standard deck of cards have a mustache. Ooh. Oh, man. You're blowing, you are you're blowing, blowing smoke. smoke. I'm blowing, blowing smoke. smoke. You're blowing yeah. smoke on that but one. Why am I blowing smoke, do you think? Because I believe the king of Spade. diamonds does not. Dave, what do you think? Am I just blowing smoke? No, I blowing smoke. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say you're not just blowing smoke. I'm not just blowing smoke. You're blowing smoke. I'm blowing smoke. Blowing blowing smoke. smoke. It is false. I am just blowing smoke. The king of hearts. Oh, it's close. I knew it was a red one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. I knew it was a red one. Okay, so, you know, 50% chance there. What? What? Yeah. It's red. That's half the deck is red. That's 50 But there's four suits. But there's 50 You knew it was red. So that's one or the other. That's 50% chance. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for sticking up for me. I appreciate it. Math, Dave. Gin. Gin, Dave. I was right. Be quiet. Dave is better with gin. Next question. Next question. Uh, Am I blowing smoke? Yes. <laughs> Polar bears. Ooh. Their skin is black. That's true. I mean, just look at their paws. What? <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. Look at their paws. Their paws are massive. But yes, their skin is black. All right, I'll say you're not just blowing smoke. Not just blowing smoke. Dave, not just blowing smoke. That is correct. Polar bear's skin is black. That's correct, yeah. All right, next question here. 
Try and contain yourself, Dave. <laughs> there is a city in Pennsylvania oh. called Intercourse. <laughs> contain said, yourself. Contain yourself. You're not, uh -huh. ju you're not just blowing smoke. Uh -huh. Not just blowing smoke. Intercourse, Intercourse, Pennsylvania. That's okay. I'm blowing smoke or not just blowing smoke? Uh, even better if it was not almost. blowing smoke. Not blowing smoke. Not just blowing smoke. It's true. There is an intercourse, Pennsylvania. Now, how did you know that, Paul? Dave, you know, it's 50-50. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was 60-40. Matt Dave. Matt Dave. <laughs> Matt Dave. <laughs> I've actually Dave. been through intercourse, Pennsylvania. Really? <laughs> Many times. Don't recommend going there. <laughs> <laughs> don't go in the back. <laughs> Always go through the front. If you're going for entertainment, don't go to Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Did you get lost? Or is that on the you way to the Poconos? You can only go in through the north and the That's south. That's got to be on the way to the Poconos, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> now, um, here's the last one. People in Japan typically eat... Kentucky Fried Chicken for Christmas dinner. You're not just blowing smoke. <sighs> He's not just blowing smoke. You're just saying that because Paul said that. Nope. Nope. Nope, not at all. Why? Do Why they even have a KFC? Uh, they do have KFC. They have, they have and they have McDonald's. They have sushi. So has Scott. What? did you just say? <laughs> Uh no, you're not just blowing smoke. No, I don't know how I know that, but I, I guess don't know how I know. I just, just know. I I have, I have a, feeling. a feeling. I feel the force. I have he a feels the smoke. I feel the smoke. The smoke. The gin is speaking to me. <laughs> the gin has been speaking to me. The Which... cucumbers make me feel cukey. I have no cucumbers. <laughs> that Paul didn't cut them for me. Yeah, yeah. very upset. <laughs> you have no cucumbers because you eat them. Yeah. So he could have cut me some new ones, Dave. <laughs> Am I blowing smoke or not? You're yeah, not just people in Japan. Smoke. They have... love their KFC. Finger well, looking good, man. It's it's true. They do. It's... In Japan, Kentucky Fried Chicken is the typical Christmas. It's a, day, it was a it, common Christmas. Dinner. It's a day off from the sushi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta gotta get that fat. Yes. Gotta get that fat. So I guess you know, Paul and I feel like Paul's the winner. Nick, it was like. He got half a point for guessing wow. red, I, but not the right card. I mean, damn. you guessed the right thing. Right. But I got the answer right. Did I not? Well, it was, it was true, but, but you, you labeled the card. You, so You labeled the card. Yeah. Come on. If you had not said. The stash is not what with you. you. Yeah. Killing the me. The stash is not with you. Is it? Mustache. Gosh. Yes. Uh, do we have a nicotine? We have a, the yes, we do. Yeah, it's we waiting. Do. Yes, yeah. It's waiting is, in the wings. What is the nicotine meme of the week? It's right, waiting in the wings. Yeah. And what does it what does it say, Nick? Uh, well, bring it up on the big it, screen so uh, we can. Oh, so well, it's going to take like twenty minutes for that to happen. Give it a couple seconds. Mm -hmm. You all are seeing it, but you know, let's see. Uh, they are not for eating. Vegans are not for eating. What about the eggs? They don't need those. <laughs> what about the eggs? They don't need those. <laughs> what made you pick that for the meme of the week? 
I was just scrolling through. Because <laughs> we were like, nope, can't do that. Nope, was, can't do that. There, yep, was, there, there was, yeah, there was a couple that, that were, I thought were extremely funny. Um, and they were a little, a little inappropriate. And I'll show you after the show which ones I was going to do. Because <laughs> they had the C words, Nick. Wow. <laughs> they did have some C words in it. And I saw that one and I was like, you know what? That's pretty funny right there. Yeah. So it's. It's the vegans against the vegetarians, and they're saying they're, they're not for eating. So what about the eggs? They don't need those. Oh my gosh! And they don't. They, they don't need the eggs. They don't need the eggs. That's that's true. Yeah, that's it's that's disturbing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, that's Nick. I I don't know about you guys, but one one of the one of the yeah. one of the side effects of this whole, you know, uh, corona pandemic has been that I have basically blown my way through Netflix, through Hulu. There's like I feel like as I scroll through there, I've watched everything that I want to watch, and yeah. so I decided to ixnay some of the streaming services I was paying for in favor of new streaming services that had different content and so i canceled a couple and got hbo max yeah yes and um one of the reasons i'm excited about that is i will finally be able to finish game of thrones you haven't seen I, it you haven't i seen saw any... i've seen through season six you haven't seen not seven or eight seven or eight. Oh, seven's awesome and so i'm i'm very excited to see seven or eight yeah seven's but one, awesome. one of the nice things about hbo max is that uh as because of the whole, you know, pandemic thing, you know, going to the movies is not watch really, Sesame Street. Not, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> you have to pay cable now to watch Sesame, Sesame Street. Street yeah. um, but as movies are released in theaters, but a lot of people still aren't going to theaters for whatever reason, um, Warner Brothers has decided to release all of their movies the day that they are released in the theater on hbo max and for the first month you can stream the movies at no additional charge pretty um, sweet and, and now you know like Dis you're... disney plus is doing that but you have to pay an extra 30 bucks right to to for for the whatever movie it is you want to see um but uh warner brothers is trying to kind of cut into that by saying well if you have our streaming service you get to watch all these so two of these Move, big movies have have been released in the last 30 days and one is uh zach snyder's justice league yep and great movie the Seen second just just came out a couple of days ago godzilla versus kong and i want to know have any of you watched those movies watched half not. i'm not at all surprised not, that, that paul that you have no, no interest no no interest no interest we'll have to do like a driving miss daisy yes driving miss daisy paul's all over that but not godzilla I'm all cool. casablanca he's on it <laughs> <laughs> you tell me right now you haven't watched casablanca I watched the 19th anniversary of Kate i haven't Jack, seen that movie but i haven't really? seen no i haven't seen that movie Wow! No, All right. No. No. Cool. No. Uh, uh, do you have a Do you have a favorite movie? What's your favorite movie? God, my I, I have to say, or one of your favorite movies. Oh God! I mean, I can go down. Goodwill Hunting. I'd, I'd say The Godfather. Is Godfather. Godfather is one of my favorites. Rocky is 
probably my favorite. Just Aww, be, just my be, mom all the Rockies you. or any no, no, just, just Rocky. the first Rocky. The, the first, first, the first Rocky got uh, got the original Godfather, Jaws. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Jaws. original Star Wars is is right up there. Um, but yeah, I, I would have to say uh, Rocky and the Godfather are my Rocky and favorite. the Godfather. Yeah. Mm. All right, now Dave, have have you done any of this? Have you seen the uh, Justice League or Godzilla vs Kong? I haven't seen Godzilla vs Kong yet, but I know I'm going to have to get that. Uh, but I've I've only seen half of the uh, Snyder. It was late at night, and I wanted to go to bed. So, yeah, it's that a long movie. It's it four is. hours. Four yeah. Hours, yeah. yeah. For those of you who aren't in the yeah. know. It and is it is a, not it is a four-hour movie. It is not in widescreen format, so it's kind of annoying. Correct. <laughs> it, you know, it's weird. I wonder why he did that. He wanted it to feel eighties. Eighties, you know, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. I watched. Um, I watched Zack Snyder's Justice League, and it was amazing. So much better than the first one. So but the much, first yes. half of it was. Way better than the original. All of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. All of it. Well, well I haven't it, seen the last half. It, it well, made, it's amazing. It made so much more sense. I mean, you know, and then when you think about it, that that all that you know, probably ninety percent of that filming. What 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 does I want to say? He did he did call people back to do. Yeah, he called for, the whole. I believe he called the whole cast back back for to do certain to things. Do, yep. But most of that had been filmed. Yes. You know, and then. Before, you know, he, so here's so he'd filmed this four-hour script, and was it going to be released as a big, long, four-hour movie or broken up into part one and part two like the? It Avengers? was gonna, yeah, it was gonna be you know, broken was, up. You know, you know, we don't really know. But then, you know, his his daughter committed suicide. Oh shit! I didn't and know that. you didn't he, no. And he left the production. DC and and Warner Brothers call in Joss Whedon, who did, you know, the Avengers movies for for Marvel. He looked at everything and said, "Oh, well, I can make a great story out of this." And he condensed everything down to a one two hour thing. And so there was a lot of it that you felt like. I'm not really sure how this makes sense, but then you see with another two hours worth of content, all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, that's why this character is important in the movie." Well, there's you know, no... or 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 some of that stuff, and it was, it really was, it really, it it was long. It was. It it maybe could have been not quite four hours. Well, but, no, well, but it was, it was, it was, it, it was very. It it didn't feel like. I'm just sitting here waiting for stuff to happen. Like, mm-hmm. well, there was, the uh, hard, it was. I think. I I think it wasn't like Lord of the Rings where you're just like. <gasps> no. Well, I think. I I think in that aspect of you know sitting there f- through a four-hour movie, and you're like, oh my god, it's four hours. I think a lot of people were anticipating a lot of the backstories for the Flash, for uh, Cyborg, Cyborg um, a little bit more of the backstory between. Lois and um, uh, what the <laughs> hell's her name? Um, no, not Batman. Uh, Clark Kent's mother. Robin. There. No, Clark Kent's mother. Uh, Martha. Martha. Uh, a how little bit of a Martha. I know. How could I forget There's two Martha? Marthas. There's two Marthas. Martha. Um, <laughs> that was so horrible in the first one. Yeah. Um, but you know those backstories. Plus, they introduced Martian Manhunter, which is. Huge yeah. in the Justice League, yep. which is awesome. He's been there for a very long time watching yep. over Superman and everything. The Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. 
um and the black superman you know get up and everything which was a huge thing before the movie was released in 2019 2018 mm-hmm. and it didn't happen um uh Stephen wolf looks completely different there's a much lot of better he's spent much absolutely looks a lot wolf. better there's a lot more action there's a lot more you know fighting and stuff like mm-hmm. that so it's there's a lot more in depth in right. there and i loved it every okay. second of it all right now what about godzilla versus kong godzilla. i haven't watched it I haven't watched it gonna have a viewing party next weekend next week watch that but it's your, it's your plan to watch it Dave, yep. have you watched Godzilla vs. Kong? I have not, but it is our plan to watch it. Have you seen the other Godzilla movies or no. King Kong movies? No. I've seen Kong. You've but... seen Kong, but you haven't seen Godzilla or no. Godzilla. I've never King been a big Monsters. Godzilla fan. You've yeah. never been a big Godzilla no. fan. No. You should not be on this panel right now. I shouldn't be on this panel right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you have no interest at all. No. Did you ever watch the old movies? Do you ever watch the old ones? You know, like creature double feature. What, the creature the, double features. You know, yeah, the maybe, Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, it's a Godzilla. And I've seen the 1976 <laughs> version of King Kong. You know, yeah. with Jeff Bridges and that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all right. You know, yeah. you know, but I'm not. You know, I'm not into that really. No, no. You sorry. don't like big apes. No, no, no. Damn dirty apes. <laughs> not Planet of the Apes. No, no, no. No interest. Nothing with apes. No. no. Spaceballs. Oh, yeah, I've seen Spaceball. Oh, Spaceball. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you it's know. like coming out of a nose. <laughs> Spaceballs. Mm. All right. There so goes the planet. Here, uh, having had that discussion, here's the would you rather question. Oh, here we would go. Would you rather continues. Would you rather Godzilla or King Kong win in a fight? King Kong. Uh. Thank you. Man. That's because you've never been much of a Godzilla fan. King Kong. Whatever. I but said this, King Kong. Yeah. yeah King Kong. But, but, you know, that's yeah. lame. King Kong. Godzilla's a jerk. Godzilla's a jerk. Yep. Godzilla is a jerk. He's a jerk. I heard okay. Mega Godzilla is supposed to be making an appearance. You've heard that? <laughs> I heard that. I heard Mega Godzilla is supposed to be making an appearance. You mean Mecha Godzilla? Mecha Godzilla. I'm sorry. Tiny ho. Slurring um, into Dave now, just slurring into slur- Megalodon. Megalodon. That was a trash movie as well. The only good actor in there was Jason Statham. Yeah, that's it's it's funny. You know, all these new Godzilla movies, there's always some Japanese guy who says Godzilla. You know, and it's like just because in the 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever those the that's how it's it's Godzilla. It's well, never Godzilla. It's well, Godzilla. That's that's, and, that's, and, how, that's how they say it, man. Yeah, but here's the thing. The Japanese guy who says it, it dies in every movie. So each movie, <laughs> it's a new dude who's saying, Godzilla. And then and he dies. And it's like, that's the only reason he's there, is to say, Godzilla. Because you've got to have somebody saying it. Or it's not a real Godzilla movie. That's true, you I know? guess. Yeah. Um, I would probably want Godzilla to win. Mm. I, I would want him to win. I would want Godzilla to win. Well, yeah. Screw the ape. King Kong always dies anyway. He so, doesn't always die. die. He always dies. The whole point of King Kong is you end up killing King Kong. Oh, yeah, he doesn't always die. But yeah, I'd like Godzilla to win. He deserves a win. Who I'd, would you rather? I'd, who would you rather win, Godzilla or King Kong? I'd say King Kong. King Kong, yeah. only because. I go back to that 
first move that I've seen back in 76 where he got a bad rap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they took him out of his natural habitat and chained him up and made him a freak show. Mm -hmm. And he ended Amen. up dying at the end of the movie. So, you know what? Let yep. him win. Yep. Let him win. Yeah. Uh -huh. All, right. all yeah. Godzilla does is trash cities. That's all he does. There you go. You obviously are not in the knowing. That's true. <laughs> you're, you're on the outs, Dave. You haven't watched any of the last three Godzilla movies. Come on. Two. Godzilla, two. the King of the Monsters. And? And then this one. And then this one. Okay, so three. So two, yeah. and this is like two and a half. Because you got yeah. Godzilla and King Kong. So it's like two and a half. <laughs> so, final verdict on the Aladino-aged Cameroon here? Well, cons considering the fact that I've already smoked the cigar. Mm. Yeah, me too. Finished up about five minutes or so ago. Couldn't keep it going on that, that little... That little toothpick. Toothpick. I got a roach. Know, it was uh, melting it. But uh, I, I will say that it is absolutely phenomenal cigar it just came alive that aging just absolutely brought out a lot more deeper richer flavor a uh, lot more spice i'm still going to say it was more of a medium full flavor medium full body okay um just it's amazing what that one year did to that cigar and it it wasn't that long of a time no it wasn't think about it, it but it made an incredible difference it, 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 absolutely incredible and it and uh, the incredibly well. The first cigar was more of a finesse cigar. This cigar was just just full blown, uh, spicy. No, not much sweetness to it. This I didn't really get much sweetness out of it. No. To be honest with you, I thought it was more of a spicy, earthy. Uh, got the cocoa notes. Just a absolutely outstanding cigar. I thought it was fantastic. Nick, well, I'm done too, um, and. I'm going to do my best to grab some and age them because wow I'm yeah. going to I'm going to do my best I'm going to I'm going to like you'll age you'll age him for 2 hours and that's I funny. probably will yeah <laughs> it's been a day I've got to go for it now <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to get like I'm going to get like two and give them the curve and tell them to just to put them away until next year good luck with that good luck with that yeah I'm going to try yeah. but man yeah. the, what a what a year of an aged <laughs> what year? Oh, whatever. <laughs> what a year! What a year! Makes on, what a year makes on that cigar. Yeah, no, it's I incredible. Uh, the body, the flavor, it jumps up a notch, and especially with the gin and tonic, man, these things are awesome. The gin and tonic was a great pair with this. It was Paul, great. Yeah. I think you did good. Thank you. I think you did good with the pair, Dave. What did you think of this cigar? <laughs> <laughs> just speak it, Jay. Jim Dave. Jim Dave. Well, I I think the cigar has, uh, after being aged a year, has definitely increased in its, uh, its body. It's phenomenally well. Um, it's got more. It's more spice, more earth, more more sweetness, more of that uh, sour thing that was going on. Um, more of the sour. And more of the sweet. It's like it was just like a, this, a, you know, a more beefy flavored cigar than it was, you know. Uh, it was. I honestly did not think it was going to change that dramatically with just a year. I yeah. thought it was going to be like maybe barely, barely. Uh, there would be a little difference, uh, and I was totally wrong, and I'm happy with that. 
Yes. I think we yeah. all were. Yeah, yeah I, for sure. I think we were all surprised yeah. at how much did not expect that much spice out of it. I thought, it and was it was it was a great change. Yes, totally, totally worth it. If you have the self control, and most of us here on the panel do not, <laughs> do not. But if you have the self control nope. to get some Aladino cameroons and put them away for six months, twelve months. You'll be you'll be very impressed mm. with what you got. Absolutely. Uh, I'm just finishing mine now. The cigar is great all the way to the bitter end. The uh, uh, Hendrix Gin and Tonic really complemented the flavors of the cigar really well. And while this was much more intense in its flavors than the fresh cigar, the drink still didn't overpower it. Oh, it was no. still enjoyable. Um, and I was a little bit concerned at the beginning when I had first took the first few puffs on the cigar and realized how much more flavor this cigar had. I was wondering if the gin and tonic wasn't going to be enough mm. to keep up with it, but it was. It it did a great job. It did a did a very good job. Now next Friday, on not just blowing smoke, we're going to be looking at newcomers. We're going to be looking at. Um, well, actually, no, I take that. Um, no, we're correct. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm so excited, people, about some of the things that are happening in the next two weeks. I almost flipped out on myself. <laughs> but I caught myself before I completely flipped. He is caught. So now I'm back. I'm back. back. Okay, we're doing newcomers. Some new cigars and new tobacco some of the first newcomers of 2021 and we are doing the new bandolero series a odysseys from selected tobacco and we are going to be smoking glp's windjammer yeah both of which are great uh newcomers to the market and uh, you're going to want to be here 8 o'clock next Friday. Yes. Um, right here on this channel as we smoke those uh, cigars Very and tobacco. That's it for us tonight. And I am Pastor Patron. Please subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. And if you do, we promise that we will bring the ladies back. Yes. Yes, we will. Oh, yes, yes, we will. Agree with me, please. Yes. 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 Bring the ladies back. We'll bring okay. the ladies back. We'll bring the ladies back. We'll give you some more uh, uh, wonderful ladies who smoke cigars and smoke pipes. And uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you for joining us tonight. And that, my friends, is not just blowing smoke. Happy another... Easter, everyone. Happy Easter. Happy, Happy, Happy Easter. Easter. Another day, another smoke, boys. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at notjustblowingsmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Rolling with the top down, smoking on a fat cigar.